0: All right, y'all. So I know that ending to the podcast is a little different, and I just looked. I was so time oriented that I don't want to leave these topics out because they are part of this story. So I want to go ahead and but give these three attention. So I still am here with Dimitri. Um, we're gonna not rush through it. I want to do this as a proper podcast and let it be what it is. So first thing that we have is Devin McCottery talking about why he wouldn't attend on um, the Patriots' White House visit. Um, he made it as a reason of... He he already kind of had it in his head that he wasn't going to go to the, ho- to the White House if they won. He doesn't want to go mainly because he's been before, he's seen the White House, he's not too fond of shaking the President's hand. The speculation of it is trying to present it as whether he is or isn't a fan of Donald Trump, which... Politically, I don't want to talk about this, but realistically, I can talk about it because it was brought up, if you go back a couple of years ago, Tom Brady, when they won the Super Bowl, I think they played Seattle and Obama was in office and he didn't go. And they brought up the reason being, he was like, I'm not a supporter of Obama. And oddly enough, it's like the tables have turned.
1: Because he is a supporter of Trump.
0: Right. He's very pro-Trump. So to have that and I'm and I'm sorry, before I continue, usually I don't do these type of topics because it's just not something I want to talk about. But it's you have to be you have to be open minded, but be realistic in what you see in the media. Um, Many people say it and it's the constant of the obvious. Not many people are fond of Trump. And that's just kind of the way it is. Um, and this is that example of he, him being one of six players who aren't going. Um, now whether the other five aren't going because of Trump or if they're just not going, period, it's, I mean, it's a choice. If a person like okay, let's say let's say on our job, they said, all right, you got an opportunity to meet so and so but the person you're going to meet is somebody you don't aren't, aren't too fond of but it's an opportunity to go and make a visit would you go I'll take my time
1: off and you know <laughs> show so that's, that's especially because at this point it's his it's on his own time right As yeah I don't think he's going to for this visit Mm-mm. or anything like that so it's on his own yeah it's own time.
0: not a it's not a PR move it ain't like it's if you go then you're going to increase your brand or increase your mm-hmm. your market you know whatever in, in the sport um But it's – I think it's a choice. Um, Because they – from what – the guys who aren't going is um, Martellus Bennett, um, Dante Hightower, um, defensive end Chris Long, running back with Garrett Blunt, and defensive tackle Allen Branch all opted out of the White House visit. Um, And running back James White said he has yet to decide whether he'll attend.
1: Um, So – and to give some background, this isn't like the first time where people haven't wanted to mm-hmm. not visit the White House. Happened a few times with Obama, Obama administration, so I can give you I'll yeah, give stories. you an even better story. Um
0: I I wanna look up I'm gonna probably do ADD moment because I wanna find this article. There was a I don't know if you've ever if you ever heard of the name, Craig Hodges. Played for um he played for the Bulls. He's a known, well-known shooter. Matter of fact, I'm just because I I can probably wiki this story and it'll give every bit of the perspective of what went on with him. Um they basically he didn't want to go to the White House. Let's see. Hodges, okay, I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read this from Wikipedia, and I'm like well past time, but it looks like nobody's got the room, so I'm not too worried. Um, When the Chicago Bulls visited the White House after winning the 92 NBA championship, Hodges dressed in a dashiki and delivered a handwritten letter addressed to then-President George H.W. Bush expressing his discontent at the administration's treatment of the poor minorities. Backlash that was, by him doing that, that impacted his career. He didn't really get established any further in the NBA after that. And it was a tough option for anyone even wanting to sign him on a team because of that situation.
1: Yeah, I see that he went. Looks like he went like overseas or something of that Mm -hmm. nature. Yeah, which is rough. It's the gift and the curse. Yeah, at that time it wasn't you know politically correct to do something of that nature. Right, because you didn't
0: have. I mean, in all fairness, and I I, I always go into this topic. If the NBA had social media back then, Jordan would have been a god to some people. In so many words, because he would have gotten that much attention. Like even, even Kobe Bryant and Shaq, they you know they were their early parts of their career. There was no Twitter. There was like Facebook existed, but it wasn't as as much of a heavy hit. Um, So I just wanted to get that get that part in um, and talking about him. You know, not going to the White House and Mm -hmm. the other players. You know, publicly bowing out and not going. Uh, So next topic is. Yours, (laughs) Yours, because <laughs> this is your team, um, involving Mitch Kupchak being let go
1: along with Magic. I, I would like your opinion on the matter first. You know, your my, my outside, unbiased opinion. Okay, um, Kupchak did a lot of bad...
0: Kupchak's time was running low, and he had a lot of opportunities to make some moves that he didn't make. And I feel like by him not doing a lot of things that he did, the organization made the choice that was in the best interest at the moment. And bus too. Jim yeah, bus. Oh, Jim Buss was reckless. And then it didn't help because... Um, was it the daughter? The daughter? Jimmy who, Buss. Jim, yeah, her being her relationship with Phil was a huge conflict at one time. Yeah. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to make sure I got this right. They're no longer together. No, yeah, they're, they're splitting up. Yeah. Right. But it's like... It shouldn't like it was so odd because at one time it was almost as though everybody was waiting for Phil to come off the bench or come out of the admin office and be you know run the Knicks. But from you know putting the Knicks part of it aside on the Lakers aspect, it's he couldn't do it. Just wasn't it wasn't working out. It was it was a relationship that was time to make a change. And I mean, Magic has been part. Of the organization for a while, but it's been like a quiet involvement. If I want to think, have it correctly.
1: And uh, what do you think about Jim Bus? Because when he first got the Lakers, it was um, mm-hmm. I believe it was a 13-14 season, and just like a known fact before yeah. before Jim Bus took over the organization after his father passed away, right? Lakers and only missed a play only missed the playoffs five times right. since 1947. And they missed every year yeah. since he ran, right? Since he's ran it. <laughs> the last three years. Right. We, the Lakers have missed the playoffs, and um am n- no math major, but I'm assuming they're going to miss the playoffs again this this season. Yeah, y'all got to do some majors. So it has to be four times in the last four seasons, and they only missed it five times in the previous, like, what, like, 40, like 60 Monthly seasons years. or something like that? Yeah. So, yeah, it's been rough, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how he wanted three years from when he started, and then three years was up last year. Right. And he was like, I want three years from when Kobe is gone, which...
0: It's um, not really a fair shake because... In all fairness, so I'm all right. I'll say this about Kobe: you were getting Kobe at the end of his rope the last few years. He so was, you pretty much had you technically didn't have Kobe.
1: It's also because he was hurt. It wasn't because he was bad. No, no, it was.
0: It was, no, no, it, season was season. it was. I mean, was, I mean, I'm talking. I'm saying. I mean, injury wise, yeah. like you literally had Kobe where it was, you had a little bit of Kobe left.
1: Yeah, because people forget Kobe's last season when he was fully healthy when he mm-hmm. played up to the 80th game and he got hurt in tore his Achilles. Yeah, he was averaging 27 seven, and, I mean six, and like five and a half. Right. So he was actually out there balling and led them to the playoffs that year. Yeah. Then he got hurt, and he...
0: And it was just, it was basically, he was playing on one leg and kind of almost having to cripple. It, the the thing was, okay, so I'll say this with Kobe, and you'll hear this and probably relate to it as well. Kobe had such a huge passion for the game, he never wanted to let it go. Mm-hmm. But then to make it worse, because of him being so tied to it, it was one of the it was like the gift and the curse, meaning, I play this out, I'm a loyal player, I'm down for my team, but my body's telling me I gotta sit down this time. Like I I'm not meant to be on the field no more mm-hmm. or on the court anymore. No and that's basically he went out on his terms, but he also went out because it his body
1: couldn't take any more they should have that just shows how terrible they were running it. Mm-hmm. That the fact that they couldn't like still compete a little bit without yeah. but compete even a little bit, they but you but twenty-seven you, games that they won twenty-one and then fit seventeen. Right. Which is just terrible. But if you got somebody but if you think about it and in your
0: case you can understand this, if you got players like Julius Randle, um the Hibbert for like a minute a millisecond, mm-hmm.
1: um
0: Russell Nick Young, like you have these guys who are literally a bunch of knuckleheads, and this is before Luke Walton even got there. Like Luke Walton this year, this is literally year one, mm-hmm. and trying to relate to kids now, it's it's an odd scenario for him because you think Luke Walton ain't been retired from the league that long, mm-hmm. so for him to you know get the job, you know he, it was a it was almost like they put him in that position, and I I'm probably gonna be really mean for saying this, but I can because it's observation. He got a job because his dad. Playing so Like I really don't think him as a coach is not. He,
1: he, he looked good last year with the Warriors too, which helped. Which helped. Him the Warriors. Out. He
0: didn't have to do anything.
1: <laughs> then again, it's you got to. You have to credit. Credits also. They were thirty nine and four.
0: Before before Steve Kerr got there.
1: So, that, that, was, that was nice. But then also, yeah, as you said, the Warriors were a fine-tuned machine.
0: Yeah, they could – I mean, they pretty much – that's why it's a lot – I think there was a lot of push and pull about the whole Durant going to, um, going to go and say, like, that was just another piece. But it's like, your team – like, I, I feel like it's going to be interesting this year because now he has his team back. Like, Steve Kerr has had his team the whole year. Mm-hmm. So, it's like having Steve Kerr there – and then there's like Walton's running Golden's, running LA, and LA's trying to like work on whatever they're doing. So it's it's hit or miss. Um, but if do you think, do you think Magic's gonna come in and wreck shop and do
1: his thing, or how you think it's gonna go? Um, there's a couple ways that this can go. You know, I don't know what like how he thinks like, like what his process of thinking is, right? Because we we mm-hmm. haven't seen him in this type of role before, so we don't. Right. You can't really judge him off of previous things. This is entirely different than playing, yeah. entirely different than coaching. If he's patient with it, you should know that he has picks coming up right now. Mm-hmm. He needs to develop this a couple of these players for the next year, and next year's free agency is going to be bigger than this year's free agency, just because Paul George is available, and there are more people who are available next year in free agency, so he needs to make he needs to make the Lakers more attractive, so people want to go there. You know what I mean? Right. Because you gotta make you gotta make.
0: In this case, it's almost like you gotta have, you have to make the brand stand out in your own unique way. Exactly. You
1: want to make the Lakers more desirable because the Lakers brand, like the the history there. So yeah, the leg- like if you go in
0: there for the history, the legacy, that's great. But if you looking at what it's almost like, the, what have you done for me lately? No, nah, I
1: don't think I like. But then again, they've since the since two thousand. They're the only team with they have the most titles over any of oh, yeah. since two thousand. Right. So which is still recently, but it's like they tarnished the brand so badly these last three years. Those three years stick because last three years it's just been terrible. Actually. It was some. It was some
0: weird. It was just some weird stuff that just didn't add. I mean, getting getting the Russell like you did, he came in okay. Him and the whole Nick Young thing was just a whole nother scenario. Um, brief brief add on to it because I'm just I'm reading the article that's why I was kind of quiet for a minute Um, the status um, Jeannie Buss stated that the status quo wasn't acceptable it wasn't like it's basketball it wasn't that it wasn't what this organization stands for because she probably I mean they upset because they look at it like you know why weren't why I guess probably why they didn't get a fair shake but it's like you get Three years, like what you wanted to have happen. Three, three and a half years. Half something years. that
1: like was just so terrible that's going to be there for a couple more years is Lou Alden and Timothy Moskov. Right, the two big free agency acquisitions this last season was those two mm-hmm. for six, four years for both of them, sixty-eight million or sixty-four million for one, mm-hmm. and seventy-two million for the other. Which is just terrible. Nobody else was offering Dang more than twenty million dollars. Yeah, Dang. So they were. You ain't getting much
0: out of Dang anymore. Dang, yeah. Dang is kind of at the end of end of his um his career too. I mean, he's had a good run, but it's, it's time to make a change. Um, speaking of change, and this will be the cap of all caps because I'm not. I don't know how to talk about like it's a weird story, but it's I'm I'm talking about it for trade purposes because mm-hmm. I feel like Chris Bosh could have been traded or could have went to a team, but Miami won't let him go because the of pass his contract. He passed his physical also. right? So because it's physical, it's we're keeping him, we're working with him, and we don't want anyone to, we don't want to deal with his heart risk, but we also know his risk could be a risk, a risky portion with you know other teams. Uh, so he decided to join the TNT News Crew. Um... And I, I think this is going to be good because he's a recent player. I just wonder, will he say any say things or make comments that you just wouldn't that, – that like, how honest will he be being in that position? Because he may mention information about um, the organization probably involving his not allowing him to play. Possibly. Yeah. Um, Cause what they, how this basically what's gonna happen is for the next five weeks I'm not sure when his first episode was or is or if it's happened or not but um he'll be working on Monday nights he'll be work he'll be on Monday nights in TNT studios doing what's known as um game and wraparound coverage they're they're basically gonna be kind of doing from what it looks like it's like the TNT TNT doing what NBA TV does now where they're gonna talk about NBA games that are on TV. And just kinda of given like their coverage about it.
1: With only NBA players. Only right. former NBA players. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, fact is he spoke to NBA two d Studios. There was not a single question on the subject. Cause and it's interesting. Um no one's like this all right, and this is I'm gonna read this because this is relevant of what I'm looking at with the whole thing. Whether that makes Bosch a member of the media is a little bit of a stretch, and that means likely the decision of his estrangement from the heat as the team moves to remove his salary cap hit in the wake of the blood-clotting episodes that have kept him out of the game since his failed season physical. In fact, as he spoke with the NBA TV studio host, there was not a single question on the subject Thursday. Instead, Spaz spoke in generalities of a return to the broadcast realm, having worked with Toner hosts over the years during time away from the Heat. So it's almost like they're kind of knowing that this is gonna be a move that, like, they they want to give him a chance to do something, but not really mess with what he's doing. Yeah, definitely. So, um, I don't know. Like, I I think it'll be fine, but I'm not looking for it. I'm not putting any huge hype behind it. I think it's just gonna be what it is, and just kind of go from
1: there. Mm -hmm. Um, His health is the main thing, you know. Yeah, you don't want somebody falling on the basketball court with blood clots. Oh yeah,
0: because you, I mean, then they, then that becomes a liability. Then that, like we talked about earlier, that tarnishes their brand on so many levels. Yeah. Um, So I've gone 21 minutes over my room time and 18 minutes, (laughs) almost, with the podcast. But I wanted to make sure I got these other topics in. Luckily, I didn't get kicked out. I'm going to apologize to the people um, in the library. Um, Hopefully, y'all got here to meet you a little better today because I know I was making sure that I got him straight and also making sure that the podcast is of good quality. Um, I'm working more on getting this to a better level um, with sharing these thoughts, getting more topics presented. Um, Next week, I will tell you in advance because we didn't mention it um, with with each other. We might be getting into a little bit of NBA draft talks for next upcoming season, um, talking about JaVale McGee and Shaq's rift. Um, social media outbursts, um, among other things. So
1: maybe some mid-season awards. Midseason awards, yeah. I would,
0: I would like to. I think midseason awards would be good because we want to see who's doing what, what team has been making most noise. So, um, just some ideas that we throwing out there. But thanks everyone for tuning in. This will be recorded and we'll go live probably <laughs> um this evening, if not Sunday, because I'm going out of town in North Carolina. So I'm actually somewhat, I guess, packed, but. Um, Dimitri, is always, pleasure to have you on the show. Um, this is almost like a group show because I'm getting you in your element and doing something that you like doing, and it kind of gives me my chance to just ramble and talk about sports. So, um, is there any other? I know I gave you like closing remarks on the other podcast, but on our official closing, is there anything else you would like to add um, before we? Close out. Yeah, no pleasure having
1: me. Mean, we're still working progress, but we're still getting there. I know
0: that's right. Well, appreciate you coming, in And like I said, if if you got stuff, you got ideas, like we always talk about, just throw them in there because it'll you know, it surprises me because I'm like, all right, it's making me work a little hard on what I'm doing. So um, until next time, y'all be good, stay safe. Um, it's it was raining, it looked like it stopped raining, so stay dry. Um, and until next time, it's PT signing out. Peace. Peace.